Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Decoding the Legends. In this episode, I am going to explain some of the key investment principles given by Warren Buffett for common investors like you and me. Pay close attention to these principles and in fact, you may consider listening to this particular episode once a month to reinforce these points firmly in your mind. So with that intro, let's begin. The first principle. You don't need to be an expert in order to achieve satisfactory investment returns. What is important is that you must recognize your limitations and follow a simple course that will work reasonably well. Give a quick no to anyone who comes to you and promises you quick profits. Remember that there are no quick profits in this world and certain things just take time. And you should always play a long-term game. Keep in mind what Michael Jordan said, life is like a basketball game. If you try to shortcut the game, the game eventually will shortcut you. So quick no to quick profits and keep things simple. The second point is, you should only focus on the future productivity of the asset. If you are not able to do that and if you are not able to make a rough estimate of the asset's future earnings, then just forget investing in it and move on to the next prospect. The thing is, no one has the ability to evaluate every investment possibility. So don't feel bad or think of yourself as incompetent. Keep in mind that you don't need to know everything. You only need to understand a handful of businesses to make the right decisions. And even if you don't have an understanding of those handful of businesses as well, that's okay too. We will see what you can do in that case in a while. The next point is, if instead of focusing on the future productivity of the asset, If you end up spending a lot of time on judging how the price of that stock will change in the future, then you are speculating. And speculating is nothing but gambling. Be skeptical of anyone who claims that he has sustainably succeeded at speculating over a long period of time. If he is saying that, he is plainly lying. Avoid such people and also avoid wasting time on price fluctuations. And instead of that, focus on productivity of the asset. In case of share market, the asset is the underlying business of the stock. Let me give you a sports analogy one more time. You don't win the game by sticking your eyes out to the scoreboard. You need to focus on the playing field. In stock investing, price fluctuation is the scoreboard, whereas the underlying business is the playing field. The next point. If you are spending a lot of time on either forming a macro opinion or listening to these macro opinions given by others, then you are wasting your time. You are also wasting time if you are listening to the market predictions done by others. In fact, this can be dangerous because looking at the macroeconomy will blur your vision and you will miss out on important factors related to the company and related to the industry. So you can save a lot of time if you can avoid looking at these economic debates and various market predictions. Alright, the next point is in line with the earlier one. Keep in mind that once you do an investment, then what happens in the economy or the interest rates or the stock market in the years immediately following your investment is of no importance. If you buy a house to live in for the next 20 years, it does not matter if the housing prices tumble down after say 1 or 2 or 3 years. You won't probably even check those prices. The problem with the stock market is that it provides you with a minute-to-minute prices for your shares. Whereas, in other asset classes, 
say like real estate and land, you don't get these daily quotations. So in a way, in the stock market, you can buy at a cheap price and sell at a higher price more easily than what you could do in the real estate market. In other words, the stock market is providing you with much more liquidity than other asset classes. And this should be an enormous advantage for you. But the market often behaves irrationally and instead of taking advantage of that irrationality, investors end up behaving irrationally as well. Because there is so much gossip about markets, the economy, the interest rates and the price behavior of the stocks, you may believe that it is important to listen to these so-called experts. And worse it, you may also believe that it is important to act upon those comments. Don't succumb to this. If you do, then liquidity of the market, which is your definite advantage, will become a curse for your investment returns. So to sum up this point, don't get influenced by the economic changes or the interest rate changes or for that matter stock market fluctuations once you have purchased the stocks. Alright, the next point is how to use this market irrationality that we spoke of in the earlier point to your advantage. Remember that a tumbling market would be an extremely good time for you to invest if you have extra cash to spare. In fact, you should always keep on stashing some cash away and wait patiently for a slowdown or a market recession. Always keep in mind that when you are investing, a climate of fear is your friend and a euphoric or too optimistic world is your enemy. Generally, the market goes too much on either side. When things are good, it will go to unsustainable optimism and when things turn bad, it will swing back to unjustified pessimism. So to sum up, buy from a pessimist and sell to the optimist. The next point is a corollary to our earlier point of not paying attention to the macro market and the market experts. The point is, never let go of an attractive investment opportunity just because of the macro or the political environment or the views of the other people. In fact, these subjects never come up when Warren Buffett makes decisions. But while ignoring the market, you should also stay well within what you know. That is, define your circle of competence and stay inside of it. When you will do this, it is likely that you will still make mistakes, but those mistakes won't be disastrous. And avoiding disaster is the first step while making wealth in the stock market. So to sum up, don't avoid great purchases because your thesis does not match with the consensus. Secondly, stay within your circle of competence. And these two points in combination will help you avoid financial disasters. Okay, next point. When you buy stocks, which is a small portion of a business, the analysis you will do for the stock should be similar to the analysis you will do if you want to buy the whole business. How do you do that? Before anything else, first decide if you know the business well enough to estimate its earnings for the next 5 years or more. If you can do that, then figure out the range of these estimates and then you compare the stock price with the lowest of the range that you have calculated. However, most probably, you won't be able to estimate the future earnings of most of the companies with reasonable accuracy. And if that is the case, then leave that company and move on to the next prospect. To be honest, you don't actually need to know about any company and you will still be able to make satisfactory returns by investing in an index fund. Okay, so let's talk about this index fund. See, the American businesses have done wonderfully over time and will continue to do so in the future. And this is true for India as well and for most of the other countries that follow capitalism. 
having said that it is also equally true that studying various businesses thoroughly may not be your main priority in life and that is okay as long as you acknowledge that see you don't really need to be extra skillful in investing if you are not going to make investing a primary or a significant purpose of your life then your goal should not be to pick winners but to avoid costly mistakes how can you do that you can do that by owning a cross section of businesses that in the aggregate are bound to do well and how you can own that cross section of businesses the answer is a low cost s&p 500 index if you belong to indian markets a low cost index fund that invests in bse 500 or nifty 500 companies will do this job wonderfully by the way index fund is the fund that passively invests into all the stocks in the index that the fund is tracking for example nifty 50 index will invest your money in all 50 companies in nifty 50 index and so on all right next point investing in an index fund will take care of your portfolio diversification what else you still need to know one more important stuff this is miss timing see the main danger while investing is that you will probably enter the market when it is very optimistic and making new highs week after week you will get in at such high valuations and not long from your investments the reverse trend will start markets will go down a lot and you will be stuck with the losses either realized or unrealized this happens with lot of investors and then they feel disillusioned and take an oath to stay away from the markets for the rest of their lives keep in mind that a bull market is like sex it feels best just before it ends now to avoid this kind of mistiming what you can do is to make sure that you are accumulating these shares over a long period of time and once you do that then don't sell these shares even if the news is bad or the stock market has fallen considerably from its high following these rules a know nothing investor who both diversifies and keeps his cost minimal is virtually certain to get satisfactory results you need to fulfill these two conditions enough diversification possibly through a low cost index fund and minimal costs how to achieve minimal costs don't trade and keep stocks for long by keeping the stocks for a long period of time you will avoid trading costs exit loads and taxes on capital gains so summing up this point the unsophisticated investor who is realistic about his shortcomings is likely to obtain better long term results than the knowledgeable professional who is blind to even a single weakness of his all right the last one remember that you will be constantly urged to be an active investor by people who give you advice or make you undertake various transactions because only when you actively transact and act upon the advice given these brokers and advisors make money and earn profits but remember that resulting frictional cost can be huge particularly if you compound them so ignore the chatter spread your investment through an index fund keep your costs minimal and hold the stocks for a long period of time just as you stay in the house you purchased for years and years last but not the least thank you so much for listening to this episode and to my podcast if you enjoyed this episode and found it useful please consider leaving a rating and if possible a short review on apple podcasts or any other streaming medium you are currently using it will probably take you less than 60 seconds but it will enable us to bring more amazing people like you on this show more audience will also help me convince valuable guests to appear on our podcast and that in turn will help you get more quality content 
This episode is brought to you by the Expert Curator newsletter where I share 3 to 5 best articles and videos on broad topics ranging from investing, startups, lives of great people, technology and practically useful how-to guides. You may consider signing up for this newsletter by going to www.rohitsavan.com that is r o h i t c h a v a n.com and subscribe to this newsletter. With that Thank you one more time and see you soon in the next episode.